Black lives matter. Brown lives matter. Gay lives matter. Trans lives matter. All lives matter. Blue lives matter. It all matters, and it matters to everybody in this clubhouse, as Lou Pinella would say. <laughs> and since we've all been talking about so many social issues lately sparked by the murder of George Floyd, it reminded me recently of a conversation I had about giving back social justice, etc., with Oscar De La Hoya. Every goal you wanted to accomplish, you accomplished, and you were still very young. What's right. the downside of that? The downside is that um, there's no handbook for it, you know? Right. Um, and so what do you do? You learn it uh, from whoever you're surrounded by. Right. I mean, that's why it's very important that you surround yourself with great people. Why do we ask non-whites to give back to the community, but we don't ask Bruce Springsteen and <laughs> Mick Jagger? That's a good question. Uh, I think in America especially today, it doesn't matter what race, color you are. I mean, the, people need help. And it doesn't matter if it's in right. East L.A. or, right. or, or in the, out in the Midwest or wherever. People need help. I once saw you pumping your own gas alone at the AMPM Mini Mart at Whittier and Lorena. Uh -huh. How often do you travel around alone with no entourage? I, I actually always do. Uh -huh. um, the less uh, attention I get, uh, the better, you know. Oscar de la Hoya. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, champ. Thank you. <laughs> Red, ready to go! Washington Redskins are going to change their name. The long fight is over, and the Redskins have surrendered their name. And Washington is going to have a different name for their NFL team. Is it political correctness gone mad? As so many will scream? Or is it manners? have changed and moral blindness that we've had for so many years is changing. My brother went to Notre Dame University and I've always been very proud of that because Ed Looney was not a rich boy. Notre Dame's a school for rich people. And um, our dad died when we were little kids and mom scrimped and uh, I don't know how she made money, but we got fed and my brother got A's and scholarships, and that's how he ended up going to Notre Dame. And Ronald Reagan, President Reagan, was the keynote speaker at my brother's college graduation, but I don't remember a thing Reagan said because I was so impressed with the valedictorian of my brother's class. It was a woman, and I wish I knew her name. And she said, we always have to be aware of the moral blindness of our times. And... I was fascinated by that as a teenage boy. What does that mean? And what am I doing now that I will be embarrassed? Or what are my beliefs now? What is my belief system now that I will be embarrassed about 20, 40, 60 years from now? And a lot of times it is the way we speak. And the nicknames, colloquialisms, or phrase, or sayings that we have for minorities, most notably, over the course of the years, we called handicapped much worse things than handicapped, and we didn't think anything of it because we were morally blind, not because we were bad people. People that walked by colored drinking fountains and thought nothing of it, and colored restrooms thought nothing of it. Those were good people walking by those signs and thinking nothing of it, not because they were bad people, but because we were morally blind to what we had been accustomed to that was normal. And Washington Redskins, I think, is just another example of moral blindness over the years. No new team would name itself Redskins, which makes me think, 
That's probably because it's not a nice thing to name a team. And people call it political correctness. I call it manners. It's nothing more than sensitizing people to the fact that some old-fashioned words, attitudes, and actions may be harmful or insulting to others. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar once wrote an article about political correct speech that was seared into my brain. And what was great was I, I read it without prejudice. I read the article before I looked at the byline. And when I was done reading the article, I thought, God, that was great. What genius wrote this? And it was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And he talked about how you know some people get angry when times change because it makes them feel prejudiced when they're not really prejudiced or they make them feel like racists when they know they're not racist or stupid when they aren't really stupid. But when times change and words change, we need to change in any area that makes our society stronger. And I do think by changing the Washington Redskins name, it makes our society stronger. Did it make our society stronger when we got rid of colored drinking fountains? Yes, it did. Does it make our society stronger when we admit that there may be some cultural or racial bias in the way that we may think sometimes, we white guys? It doesn't mean we're bad people. We just have to sometimes analyze whether or not we sometimes have some subconscious prejudice. There's nothing wrong with thinking about it, and there's nothing wrong with admitting it. Good people think about those things. Good people admit those things, and good people are willing to change. And when times change, we need to change with them in areas that strengthen our society. And a lot of times, sports and sports figures are a huge part of society, as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was, in a great article that he wrote about political correctness, which, as I mentioned, I'm borrowing a lot of these thoughts which were originally Kareem's because the article just was just seared in my brain. It's no longer politically correct to call African-American people colored people or to pat a woman on the ass at work and say, nice job, honey. That was a great paragraph. An insightful paragraph by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on words and manners. In job interviews, we no longer ask people their sexual orientation or their religion. In sports, it's no longer appropriate for participants to scream gay slurs at each other. Don't you think that's a good thing? When we eliminate certain words that were normal when we were younger. A lot of those words were normal when I was younger. Did I use them? Yes. I didn't use the N word. My mother forbade that word. And she told us at a very, very young age never to use that word. Um, I don't remember the F word for gays coming up in conversation at the house, but I guarantee you my mother would have been against it. And it's not about political correctness. It's about manners. It's about strengthening our society. And I do think that changing the name from Washington Redskins to something different doesn't hurt, right? And... There's the slippery slope argument, but there's no such thing as a slippery slope to better manners. We always need to think about manners. And anytime manners are getting better, it's not a slippery slope. It strengthens our society. 
JT and Looney podcast. Not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven. Episode 41. Uh, JT is on vacation this week. So it's Looney flying solo. JT is, I think, in Lake Tahoe. I don't know if I'm supposed to be diamond on him. I went up to Big Bear for a few days here in L.A., south side of L.A., about 90 minutes, a big fake lake. It's where Oscar De La Hoya goes to train a lot of the great champions over the years up at a higher altitude. And I took all the dogs with me, so we left an empty house. And those dogs are our alarms, because we never set our alarm. I don't need to. Got three dogs and a stepdog. <laughs> Plus, our home alarm is just too complicated. <laughs> That's the number one sign of a bad home security system is when you don't set your alarm because it's too complicated. And our dogs are a lot less complicated than the alarm system that came with our house. My friends use a company called Simple Safe. Been around for about 10 years. And really, they not only fight against criminals, but <laughs> they're at war with complicated security systems. Really easy to get. You just order it online, open the box, you put the sensors around the house, you plug it in. And your home's protected around the clock, just like my dogs do for me. It's that simple. So head to simplesafe.com, get your free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee. Simplesafe.com slash team. And when it comes to fearing bad guys, feels good to fear less with Simple Safe. Our fine sponsor here on the JT and Looney podcast, episode 41. There have been several, not very many, just several. Several is not very many. Several great 41s. The most famous 41 of all time, arguably. Three-time Cy Young Award winner, Tom Terrific. Tom Seaver, great New York Met, long before my time, but I needed to mention him. Shout out to Dirk Nowitzki, or as the unwashed would call him, Dirk Nowitzki. I went to Polish school, so I have an advantage. I went to St. Casmer's, uh, had a Polish grandmother, so I would look at that name and already know it was Nowitzki. How long was he in the NBA? And people still mispronounced his name from day one to the last day he played. Glenn Rice was also number 41. Sarah Palin's boyfriend. It's a fun fact for you. When it comes to the JT and Looney podcast, and JT and Looney, uh, both of us on the air all those years of Fox Sports Radio, I was usually the glass half full guy, JT the glass half empty guy, Sky, he was the sky is falling guy, I was the la-la land guy, drinking the Kool-Aid of peace, love, and togetherness, and fully believing and embracing the power of positive thinking at all moments, waking and sleeping in my life. However... As Stephen A. Smith would say, <sighs> I don't think we're going to have any NFL football and very limited NBA and Major League Baseball. I don't think they're going to make it through the seasons. And I think we're setting up people for incredible disappointment. When you tell a kid Santa Claus is bringing a mini bike. Santa Claus is going to bring you a mini bike. Can't wait for Christmas morning. Santa Claus is going to bring you a mini bike. And then that little boy walks down the stairs 
looks under the tree, and there's no mini bike, but there's a pair of socks and Twister. So you can play Twister in your new socks, but there's no mini bike. And that crestfallen feeling is the feeling that sports fans are going to have coming up shortly. I don't see if there's any way. And it's strange. You watch play-by-play guys tweeting out like there is no COVID-19 crisis whatsoever. 32 days, 42 days, 52 days until we've got the National Football League. I just don't think it's really going to happen. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But I don't think it's happening. Someone's got to tell you. And it's me, Looney. Hi. Uh, JT is on vacation this week. So it's Looney flying solo. As we go back in the hot tub time machine, let's go back a couple of months. JT and I were talking about the COVID-19 crisis. And I was talking about coming together as a country. And I want to go through it again. Because we can do it. This is from March 22nd. We can all come together to, uh, to, to achieve a goal in America. We've done it so many times. And a great example is, you know, a lot, and we, I mean, you and I have always said uh, history isn't boring. Teachers are. That's why historical movies are so much better than our teachers. Mm-hmm. So they should just show movies at school. I'm all for it. Uh, after World War I was over, Europe was starving. And so Americans gave up a meal. We had two meals instead of three, so Europe could eat one. Could you imagine the way we're hoarding food now, uh, giving up a meal for another country, let alone our fellow countrymen? But that's what we did. A guy named Herbert Hoover did such a great job feeding Europe and getting them back on their feet and nourished uh, Herbert Hoover and the rest of America since we gave up a meal. He became president. Well, the stock market crashed in 1929 while he was president, so he became a joke and a punchline, and he ran him out of office. Then after World War II was over, Europe was starving again, broke and starving. And Americans once again rose to the occasion. President Truman put Herbert Hoover in charge of feeding Europe again to help him you know, shine up his brand a little bit after the awful presidency he had. And we did it again. And Americans gave up a meal. We had two meals instead of three. So Europe could have one and Europe rose from the ashes again. Now we all have to do it. Uh, we are the world. We are the children, JT. We all have to do it for each other, especially to protect the old people. And we don't even have to give up a meal. We can hoard all the Cheetos we want and stay <laughs> inside and watch Netflix and drink a Corona or uh, a glass of your favorite wine, or you can have a margarita delivered with your chili relleno, and we can do it especially for the old people, and you know we can. So that was from March 22nd. Unfortunately, when it comes to the coronavirus, not that much has changed, but the good news is whatever this is, we're all in it together. And I think over the course of time, the last a couple of months, and especially the last couple of weeks, we realized it's not a liberal or conservative virus. And we all need to most likely cover our faces, wash our hands, and all pitch in. And no matter what you believe when it comes to the science, a lot of us go to church on Sunday, really pleases our mothers. Usually that's how it starts out, and then we get into the habit. 
And over the course, whether or not you're a churchgoer or you're a former churchgoer or retired churchgoer, and a lot of us gave up uh, the church for sports on Sunday, (laughs) believe me. So uh, I may get hit by lightning over that. Nevertheless, so many people, even the most religious people, sometimes over the course of the years, they don't know whether or not they believe, but they go to church anyway. That's a lot of us. We do not know whether or not we believe in God or we believe in what we're praying and if our prayers are really going to get answered and if there's really an invisible man in the sky who's going to come to the rescue. But just in case there is a heaven and hell and an invisible man in the sky, we go. We want that invisible man in the sky to be our knight in shining armor coming to our emotional rescue. And that's what we got to do with our masks and washing our hands and listening to the doctors. Just in case they're right. I know sometimes some of them are wrong and we've watched the science evolve and what was thought was correct yesterday is incorrect today and what we thought was incorrect yesterday is correct today. And we're watching science evolve in real time, which I find fascinating. Some people find it disheartening. But nevertheless, my point is, just in case they're right, let's wash our hands Keep our hands away from our face and wear something over our mouth just in case they're right. It's a JT and Looney podcast powered by Believe. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.